0: Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now your host, Keith Williams. This is Keith Williams. Welcome to the Skill Stadium podcast, episode 63. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I will be talking with a guest about the opportunities in the plumbing profession. And I have a great guest who's going to give some valuable information. So please, please tune in and check out this episode. My guest today was born in Washington, D.C., grew up in Maryland. He's a licensed insured master plumber. After high school, he attended college, Smithfield and Smithfield, Rhode Island on a partial football scholarship. After returning home a year and finding summer work, his younger brother gave him a flyer from a high school recruiting for plumbers, apprenticeships. And so he was interested in the opportunity and the uh, potential for the money was pretty good. So he signed up for a five-year apprenticeship and he got licensed after his fourth, fourth year. He learned from various companies working. And um, he, uh, after training and in, in gaining different career skills, He started his own business. He's been in the trade 20 years. He started his business in 2012. His best strengths and skill sets are his customer service skills and his professionalism. He's very proud of obtaining his master license at the age of 34, which is actually unusual at this age. He has recently been hired by New Beginnings a Vocational School in the Washington, D.C. area to teach beginners plumbing classes. During his free time, he enjoys listening to music and reading. Please welcome Javon Green to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Javon, how are you doing this morning?
1: I am fantastic. Thank you for having me, Keith. I really appreciate this. Thank you my, so much.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Javon and I connected on LinkedIn which shows you the power of social media. And um, it's just amazing. You know, we had a great conversation and uh, we decided to roll with this podcast. One of the things I really admire about you is you're very passionate about helping young people. Yes, sir. I I just think that you're someone who gets it because of the experiences you've had in life and people who've helped you. Talk to me, why did you decide to pursue this profession and what do you enjoy the most about it?
1: That's a good question. actually... I'm telling you, when I got out of college, I did my first year, and like I said, of just going around getting summer jobs, just like everybody, I was trying to find your next move, and when I read the flyer, I saw those opportunities, I saw the different things about it, but it wasn't one of those things that was always, you know, promoted in high school, everybody said go to college, you know, do the military, or something of that nature, but nothing about the trades, When so when I saw the money and what they were offering as far as the schooling and things that you could learn. And where you could be projected within the next four or five years, it was just too intriguing to turn down. So when I got the opportunity, I just took it. And once I got into it, just like anyway, I was 19 at the time, it was a whole new world of experiences. Just being out there, the camaraderie, learning something new every day and then being able to, to actually take those same skill sets and, you know, apply them at home on your own time. So it wasn't just something that, you know, that we can only do at work. I was like, OK, I can do this at home too. still make money. And you know, and show other people. So, I have gotten so much support in that once it once I started doing it, and you know, other people started seeing that, hey, you know, do more, do more. And so, I it, I just took that encouragement, and you know, and just took it as far as I could go. I mean, I and mean, I'm here, and like I said, I just I'm just like a living an example of what it takes with hard work. You know, given the opportunity, you you can make the best of it. Javon,
0: you came up at a time where a college was pushed. And oh, of course. you for you passed on college did you yeah. see did people doubt you or give you or put pressure on you or say hey what are you doing you know because you you had a football scholarship of course even though it was partial and you said hey i'm going to become a plumber yeah did you get a lot of pushback talk to me about that
1: Oh, of course, of course. So because again, I had already attended college. So when you go there, everybody's already expecting you, you know, you got to finish, you got to get your degree and all of it is. So and everybody's telling me, do this, that's a bad move. But when I started looking at it, I didn't see myself in college for the next three to four years, mm-hmm. because it just wasn't a fit for me. You know, and that's one of the things they don't tell you coming up because college isn't for everybody. And I found that out later on. But it's just not for everybody. There's other routes you can do. And I was just fortunate enough and blessed enough to take you know, on the trades. And after, of course, yeah, the first year people didn't, you know, it was, course, it was a lot of kickback. Then after that second year in the school, you know, then that third year, I was able to buy a house. So then when people saw that, they knew, they was like, hold on, what are you doing? i was like, yeah, you know, I'm still doing that plumbing thing. I'm in school, you know, I'm still, and they was like, you still in school too? I was like, yeah, I'm only in the third year, but, you know, we're working as well. And I'm making great money at the time. So it was like, wow, that might not be bad. Then, I, then that's when it all changed. People started asking, okay, hey, I got a brother. I got a cousin. Or I got someone like, what are you doing in school? You know, they started, you know, inquiring more and more. So, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's all it was. And I, and I totally understood that, you know, because there were no examples around us to show yes. the comparison, you know, to college. Yep. Anybody else who didn't go to college, they always say, you know, you'll be end up in the streets. Yep. Well, that's not true. Yeah.
0: And somebody has to be the trailblazer.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I didn't know it at the time. You know, I'm just trying to make way, you know, and not have my mom on me about, you know, being a bone, not, you know, not, you know, wasting your life away. So, you, you know, you always want to make mom proud and, you know, give her Understood. something to talk about. So when I started doing that, and, and it, 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 honestly, it gave her a, a, a boost of confidence like no other. So definitely, you definitely. know, just took it from there.
0: Yeah. So talk to us about the process of becoming a plumber. What type of investment is required? You know, maybe talk about the range of income for someone who is just getting started from that perspective.
1: Oh, man. Good question. Good question. You know, to be a plumber, honestly, just it takes patience, some will, and understanding. You know, I didn't come into the trade, you know, with a lot of skills, didn't know what a lot of tools were, but I was willing to learn and I was patient. And I was listening and asking questions all at the right time. So for anybody I know that, like I said, it doesn't matter the age. When I was in school, I was 19. My classmates, it ranged from twenty five up to forty eight. Wow! At the time, yes. Oh, yeah. Of course, some people getting their second chance, third chance, whatever. Maybe had just had spent some time down maybe behind bar, and just whatever your background or whatever your 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 story was. The school, you know, we they took you in. There was no there was no shunning nobody away. So I would say to anybody, if you're looking to get into the trades, there's apprenticeship schools out there you can try in your local area. Just uh, you know, you can Google them. Um, most uh, plumbing companies are always looking for helpers or apprenticeship. You know, you just let them know what your, your, you know, your background in. and a lot of them will definitely give you the chance. They're just looking for people with willing and able bodies. Mm-hmm. So I say that if you're a willing, and able body, anybody can get into the plumbing trade and you're willing to learn. And yeah. um, like I said, it didn't take a lot of money. No, I didn't, you know, the school didn't cost me anything it was just uh, my books was $200. at And remember they gave me a job. I was working. So I paid for everything out of my own, there you, you know, you know, account. So, that took care of that. And again, the school is still going from here, you know, now. And um, like I said, it it does it. It doesn't matter your gender background, wealth, financial, none of that. You know, they're looking for willing and able bodies. And I look, I tell anybody, uh, you know, don't discard the trades. The trades is definitely uh, an an overlooked industry that, you know, can make a great career. Uh, Everybody is not a, a tech, a college student, you know, a computer guy. You know, some people are just good at hands on following direction.
0: Definitely. And I'll say something. One of the things that impressed me that you mentioned was, you know, the people in your class were from 25 to 48. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people who are older don't think they can change careers. And that's oh, wrong.
1: Man. Oh, definitely. right. To- totally wrong. That is the worst mindset to have. No, it does not matter. As long as you're willing and able. That's it. Like I can say willing and able doesn't put an age limit on, you know, that's so true, if you're willing to go out there. Yeah. If you're willing to go out there and do it again, I've seen all types of the ages, Again, 20 years in the game. I've been doing this since 2001. That's when I started school up until now. And I've seen every walk of life, you know, as far as some younger guys to older guys, you know, big, tall, small, you know, just, just whatever. You know, in any race, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, the, the trades will take, take you in. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you an interesting story. I was at a oh. uh, networking event a couple of years ago and there was a gentleman in his he was 63 and he couldn't yeah. he was he was a tech guy. He couldn't get a job in the tech field because you know there's a lot of age discrimination, right? Oh, of well, course. Let's, yes. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. Like people get people get screwed when they get older in the yeah. corporate world. That's not Definitely. uncommon. And he'd done welding years ago and he went back to school, refreshed his welding skills and became a welder at 63. Exactly. Exactly. See, that's a great example. That's yeah. a
1: great example of how the difference of the tech world. So you say in the tech world, in the corporate world, you get crude up because of seniority as your age goes on. Well, almost in construction, it's almost a total opposite yes. because your experience in our, yep. in our field weighs way more than that of you because yes. a guy with that experience can direct more guys if it could, you know if he can't physically do it his experience and his knowledge can Mm -hmm. instruct five or 10 other guys to be able to do that work. Well said.
0: Well said. Well said. I'll tell you another crazy story. I had somebody come into my house a couple of years ago and they were installing a um, water heater, like a boiler. And so there was a young guy and older guy and the older guy was there to kind of give more guidance. The younger guy was doing the physical stuff. Exactly. He had to move the thing and the older guy was saying, all right, here's how it's done. I was exactly. like, that's a great combination. <laughs> that's how it works. That's yeah. it. You're fishing that yeah. way. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. The it. old guy wasn't going to mess with, with wheeling that thing around. He was like, no. hey, you, you, you bring it in. I'll show you how to properly install it. Exactly. And exactly. he got done. <laughs> and then
1: that's all in my Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The knowledge is what mattered there. You know, the knowledge.
0: Exactly. exactly. Talk to us about none of us are where we are without help. So can you share an important the importance of having a mentor or someone, you know, looking out for you as a plumber?
1: Oh, no question. It's, it's, it's a big it's a big help because it's, you know, just like when you start anything, just college or, you know, new skill, new trade, new, new industry or whatever. It gets overwhelming to a certain degree, especially at that age. It was so much because I think a lot of people have a misconception of what plumbing actually is. They feel like when you hear plumbing, the first thing they think of is poop. Anything of crap going down yeah. the drain, and that's it. Well, I'm here to let everybody know there's probably I don't know, think off right offhand, maybe twenty or thirty different you know avenues you can go within the plumbing field and not even touch poop ever. Yes. Um. So, so, for me, once I got into the plumbing trade and I started working under the uh, the licensed journeyman, my mentors, it was a tremendous help because you start to see yourself into in them, and they are giving you that guidance of everything. Uh, what to do, how to do it, you know, and of course, some of those pros and cons of not what to do, you know, how to live, because they were all giving me a, because a lot of guys were older. I mean, when I was 19, I think most of the guys, they were at least in late 30s, like 40s at this time. So to me, it was just, there was a lot, it was a big age gap, you know, so sure. just learning from them guys, giving you the, you know, their experience of how it was, what it's going to be and, you know, what to look forward for, how to save your money and all that. So it was just a big, big help to keep me on track. Because you can easily get lost in and then get overwhelmed again. The money starts getting good in these trades, you know, first and second year. So as a 19 year old, I started seeing that money. I had those other guys to be able to come, you know, keep me complacent and say, hey, you know, take some of that money, save it, do this yes. with it, do that, you know, do yes. that. So, yes, yes, you know, and to keep me out, you know, and just to keep me honest at 19, because again, that money, that responsibility, it was just a lot. And, oh, yeah. a and like I said, I bought my first house at 22. I was still in the apprenticeship school when I bought my first house. So you can imagine how my mom as a young 22 23 year old with his own house vehicle, money in his pocket, I was living the life, so oh, those guys helped me out, yeah, they helped me out honestly, big time, big time that, and I think we yeah, all need that.
0: yeah, I think that really took some foresight and maturity to be able to do that at 22 because the most 22 year olds are not thinking about buying a house. Oh uh, no, I mean definitely they're burning through money if they get that kind of oh, money my. matter, if they get that kind of money, they're burning through it.
1: Oh, out, no question, you know,
0: they're out partying, they're having a good time. That, but that's you know, I don't knock them, that's what no, your most year old. year olds will do. You're yeah, not exactly, 20, exactly. that's what you're gonna do, you
1: know. Believe me, I would leave me, it was around, it was plenty enough around me doing that oh, yeah. exactly because I was close, you know, like I said, starting to go that way, just hanging out too late, coming into work. We had to be to work at six in the morning, yeah. so you know, I'm out at two in the morning. You know, I mean, I sleeping in my car, going to work, sleeping in the car, and getting up and trying to go to. I'm like, nah. The other guy said, "Bro, there's only my so much over. you
0: can do with that. That's there's it. only so much you can only do that for so long. That's <laughs> not. You can't do that long term and still no. function. No, you know." Like no. young people will learn a valuable lesson on on that lifestyle. They'll do it once or twice. They could they, they might be able to do it a couple of times, but it catches up. It's oh, gonna, gonna hammer you at some point.
1: <laughs> and it did. And it did. Right. It did. Yeah. So that was the wake up call. And again, with the mentorization and people around me saying hey all right don't mess this up so yeah
0: because yeah. them 30 year olds know they know when they were talking to you they know oh, like, yeah. they, they already know what the deal is so they, you know they, i
1: mean again they were great helps because again I knew, you you know, with the school, it tells you what you're going to, how much money you're going to make, you know, where you're going to be at with this certain particular time. So I knew yeah. these guys, what they were making and how much, you know, around about what they make. They were all having, you know, living great lifestyles, big homes and all. And they all gave you the same, you know, spill because they'd be like, hey, I went down that road, buddy. I know how it is. You get that good money. It starts going crazy. Look, I'm telling you, you know, calm down, <laughs> you know, just enjoy it and be responsible. So and that took a lot of humbling to do yeah, that at 22, because I'm telling you, yeah. it was a lot. <laughs>
0: definitely <laughs> so something I'm curious about, you know in any industry, you have people who are below average average above yep. average and elite. Yep. What do you think makes an elite plumber? Is it just like how do you know somebody's an elite plumber other than obviously you know the title of being a master plumber, but how do we
1: rank people as plumbers? That's a good question. um, I don't rank them so just going to the the, the basic lines of stars apprenticeship, journeyman, master plumber. But honestly when I've seen a lot of guys, I've met all walks of life of different types of plumbers and I've met the ones who are just good at skill set and just installing and that's it I met the ones who are just good at knowledge and the bookwork and that's it you know and it's very it's very seldom that you get a well versed a well traversed uh, you know plumber that's great at the, the skill set and installing and the knowledge of it But for me honestly I, I think what makes a, a, a great plumber and you don't want to try to ring... Is this professionalism? It's how are you educating your client or how are you educating your customer on, you know, what you're doing or what plumbing that you're about to for the task that you're about to do. So when I come in your home, Mr. Williams, I don't want to come in and say, hey, I'm going to change the hot water heater. You said it's been leaking. You might ask some questions and I'm like, I don't really know too much. I'm just going to change it out. Now, if I take that hot water heater out and I put it in nice and neat and everything is clean, you'll say, "Okay, yeah, he did a good job. But he might not have been a good plumber because he didn't answer none of my questions. I just felt like he rushed out of here. I, I, you know, he took my money and that's it. I didn't get any value on that. Yes. So I think those are the things though, for me, I, I, it's about creating that value for the customer, not just cause I feel like any plumber can go out and just change a heater because that's what he's there for. You yes. there to change your plumbing parts and stuff, but what sets yeah. him sets him, you know, away from the rest, you know, it's how he's carrying himself. What does he look like coming through the door? Does he got his plumbers crack hanging out the back of his shirt? Is his pants hanging down? You know, yeah. and is, is he being loud? Is he using, you know, vulgar language? You know, does he not wearing booties in Does he not explaining it? Is, you know, those are the things in that So for myself, I try to carry myself outside of a plumber. I don't want to be your normal plumber. So that's why I always wear collar shirts, khaki pants, and things like that. Because 90% of the time when most people see me, they be like, what? You're a plumber? So try not to carry myself like I'm I want to be the trailblazer, like you said before, you know, of trying to change that narrative, that stereotype of what a plumber looks like. And those Definitely. are the things I think which makes a plumber different, yeah? Like I said, it's... He has to have something outside of just putting in your plumbing skills. It's got to be his professional, of his skill set, his mannerisms, his, um, his his way to relay that information. That's what yeah. I, I believe sets you apart. Definitely, people skills. Yeah, people, people skills. skills. How you time? Well, you do the small things. The small things. Yeah. Honestly, it's the yeah. small things.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with you 100 percent because you know that you want that repeat business. You want exactly. uh, people to say good things about you when you're gone. And that's what's going to give you more business and and it's going to build up your brand. So, yeah, exactly how you treat people. And a lot of people take that for granted. But it's the one thing you can really control. You can always control how you treat. Yes, people. sir.
1: You yes, know? I'm telling you, so, one of the biggest things that I know a lot of the plumbers they talk about, they they didn't know what, which made a big difference now is reviews. Yes, I swear. Reviews are the yes. killer of any <laughs> business or any asset right Damn. now is reviews, how much the value of reviews have gone up. They can really honestly make or break your, your you know, your company. I agree. 100%. So, like you said, so making powder people how you make how you make people feel means a lot. Definitely. So you know,
0: I know we have a skills gap. It's getting worse because yeah. you know a lot of people are retiring, a lot of the older workers in a few years. Let's talk about the consequences and how it affects anyone with plumbing, electric, and air conditioning, because when you make that call and i know i know you're probably seeing this it's taking longer for a plumber to get out there Exactly. it's just going to be a problem people are really they, yes. I, you know
1: i, you I don't it. think people get it the, i don't, honestly, don't think get it. <laughs> <laughs> and you and i mentioned that we talked you know briefly on this before yeah, yeah. about this and honestly like you said i really don't think people get it the severity of what's going to happen within the next 5 Maybe less, but let's just say five to 10 years to be. There. Yes. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. You think the housing market and these prices of more, uh, housing are going to, wait till you see what it's going to cost to make a simple repair. Oh yeah. You know, because the consequences of bias and not having the lack of interest. I mean, that's what I like. The lack of interest from younger, young younger people and just uh society period in, in the trades, it's going to be detrimental because you got to remember every building, every building, every house, every school, Every facility does not matter where you are. You need plumbing. You need heating and air conditioning. You need yes. some type of, le- definitely need electrical with all the gadgets and tech we got nowadays. So with that being said, if you have very little people to put it in, how much you think it's going to cost for to get, when you do get somebody to put it in? The value is going to go through the dag on the roof. And the less and less people that we have for every year, the more and more these prices of uh, services are going to go up. Because like like I said, when I got in, most of the guys, when I got in is 1920, they were already in the mid, late 30s and 40s and 50s. So now I'm 20 years in, in. Those guys are definitely about to retire now and in the late, uh, early 60s, mid 60s or so. And you understand with the trades, a guy, a lot of guys, when they come out of it, it's not because they want to a lot of times because they're physically unable. You got to remember the trades, sure. they, it does do a number on you. Depending on what, yes. what field you trade, take in the trade, it does does do a number on you. But there's other avenues you can go. So mm. with that being said, we need people. We need interest. We need we need promotion. We need people to come out. We need kids, everybody to get more involved in it because it's it's going to be scary in the future. I'm telling you, it's going to be Definitely. scary. The prices. They're already climbing. They're already climbing.
0: Yep. Yeah, and you look at older buildings that probably need more maintenance and more care. That's what a lot of, of people course. forget. It's not just the installation. That's pretty, I think that's more exactly. simple. You install it, it's working, it's exactly. fine. Especially if it's new. Exactly. It's some older buildings that are having problems. As I promise They'll you, mean, somebody like plumbing, you Yeah, somebody has a problem with their plumbing, they're making that call today. I mean, if your plumbing today. goes out or your electrical goes out, you want somebody to I mean, right now. Yes.
1: <laughs> Believe me. Believe me, I got buddies now. They're, they're enjoying the summertime because they're doing their AC text. And believe oh, yeah. me, their phones do not stop running once that heat That's hits not. and nobody's ACs. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, believe. And I know the same thing as a plumber. So if your toilet stop or your main breaks up, stops up. I mean, you can't use no toilets or nothing in the house. Believe me, you That's want right. emergency service ASAP.
0: Yeah, and you'll pay. Most oh, people yeah. are willing to pay. People will pay <laughs> exactly. But the problem is,
1: even with the clients willing to pay, they're still. Tend to be less service providers out there. Even with all the big names out there, they can't provide enough text to accommodate, you know, society. We have more people than we have service guys. And it's only getting worse. It's only well, getting worse.
0: Well, talk to me about the work. You know, I know you're partnering with New Beginnings Public School. Talk to us about the work you're doing, because I know you get it.
1: Yes, definitely. So honestly, with myself, you know, I, I've been trying to advocate for the future of the trades. I never thought this, this would be me. I thought I would just do my time and going about my business. But I see the future of it and it, how it possibly can affect me as well as I get older. Because you mentioned that you had an instance where you had an older guy come in and the younger guy was doing the hot water heater. He's doing all the physical work and the older guy is doing all the instructing. So that's me in the next 15, 20 years. I'm going to be that older guy. I need that younger guy to come yes. in, you know, to do all the physical work. But the problem is we don't have the lack of interest. School system, school curriculum doesn't promote it. You know, it's not it's not it's not a sexy thing. It's not something you compare to doing tech, every coding and all that other good stuff. So for me, I partnered up with New Beginnings uh, Vocational uh, Non-Public High School it's uh, northeast D.C. off of uh, West Virginia Avenue. They've been around for about um, eight, nine years. So their school that uh, caters for the students between nine and 12 years old. A lot of times these are kids that may have issues outside of the school or sometimes in a home. So they getting they get recommended to go to school. It's a tuition school. But they give me the opportunity to start this new curriculum because they they have a strong emphasis on the trades. They offer barbering, automotive, culinary and a vast other thing. So. It was myself. I reached out to them two years ago because I, I thought it was a great idea. And when I found the school, I said, oh, but you don't have any, you know, trait, no, any skill trait as far as the plumbing, electrical or HVAC. Well, they said, hey, you know, we'll be willing and interested if you, you know, you come in, you know, you want to help us help us out. So I did that. Talked to a couple of the owner, the the, uh, the director, the president. We sat down, had great conversations and they were all for it. So that's where we're going to start August 30th. I'm going to take probably like six or seven. My class will start off small. And, you know, just started introduction to, you know, how I got on, it. And, and, you know, and just try to give people a different, you know, perspective on what it's mm-hmm. like to get into the trades. You know, it's just an introductory class, more little smaller stuff, stuff that they can learn on it. And also, I've been also trying to promote just whenever I go out to different homes, you know, talking to it's just homeowners and things in that nature, just trying to get kids more involved to get Definitely. into trades, period. Yeah. You know, because even the local file mechanical trade school, even though I'm still not part of them. I still promote them because, again, I still feel like, you know, the trades is just something, you know, that is just overlooked. So it, there's no love lost with me in the union. I want kids to go, anybody to go. So I'm just going to be a, a big advocate for now. So if you see me out, I'll, I probably got some T-shirts or something. And then I'm out there, you know, talking to somebody about why you should get into the trade. So that's that's pretty much where I've been at. it. You know, at this point, I just had another young guy uh, starting out with me. Um, he's been giving me a hand and helping. He wants to get into the trades. So I'm, I'm always trying you know, look for help and stuff like that. And just trying to be a big proponent of, it. you
0: know, big, big
1: you know, big promoter of it.
0: Yeah. Well, anytime you need me to promote it, just tag me on LinkedIn, share yes, and definitely. I'll share it and spread the word because uh, I admire the work you're doing and um, I always want to support you on that.
1: Definitely. definitely. I appreciate it. I really do.
0: Yeah. So talk to me. So, you know, my platform, one of the things we're doing is we're creating 30 second elevator pitches. Yeah. and up to 360 second videos demonstrating people's skill sets. And, and the reason we do that is every employer I talk to tells me, hey, do you know anybody? Do you know anybody? <laughs> exactly. Every single employer I talk to always asks me if there's somebody I, I can hire. And one of the things you've talked about is professionalism. Talk to me about the value of seeing somebody on video before you bring them in for an interview, to get a better understanding of of that applicant that you're considering hiring how important is that video to see how would that help you
1: i think it's tremendously important you know it's just giving you a just a small tidbit now again you can't decide a whole person's outcome just off a of 30 second but it can give you a small insight and perspective of what you may be in store for personally i'll be looking at how is that person you know presenting themselves and how are they carry themselves how are they speak speaking. you you know um how did, did they what, what type of energy are they using when they're when they're speaking? You know, let me know what type of person, because that's that video, a little bit of that, that that right there. I would be able to use that video to let me know what type of professional you would be going into somebody's home, because that's the type of thing that I would use. Because pretty much if you go into a customer that your video presentation is what you need to be doing at the door. Yes. Speaking and like, being on your best, you know, up high, face known, confident. That's what I need every day when you when you approach a customer. Yeah. So I think and it's I've seen, important.
0: Definitely. Because like I said, when I when I've seen uh, tech uh, skilled trades, people come to my home. For the most part, all of them have been professional. Good. Um, maybe once or twice I've seen someone not be professional and that jumped out at me like they left. They they uh, they were fixing a toilet and they left the stuff all. All over the place. Exactly. And were, there you go. And I, and you I remember, remember that. that. I remember of that. Course. And the thing is that so many other people had, had done things the right way exactly. that when that person came in, that's I was it. like, wait a minute. That's it. You know, the person before cleaned up and did everything yep. and, they, and they were cordial. That's and it. this person was more like, he was like, oh, I did you a favor coming. He came in like with an almost like with, oh, it was winter. I was in Philadelphia. And um, Philly is kind of a little bit more, Philly's a little edgy, you know. I give <laughs> you that. a bit of an edgy city.
1: But he and, that shouldn't have been exemplified at your door, though, because you're a professional. Regardless of where you're at, yeah. you can be in the worst of areas, but when you come through a customer's door, that's pain. Yeah. They're not paying for that attitude, you know. Exactly. professional. So that's that's my, uh, the, the answer to answer your question from earlier, That's makes you, that's what sets you apart from being a leak hummer or being a yes. regular hummer. So that I, guy, yeah, you I never know. call him again. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, never, never. So exactly. You're right about that. You're right about that. Definitely. Listen, are, is there anything coming up that you're excited about that you'd like to share?
1: I, like I said, the, the biggest thing, honestly, I can't I can't express it enough. It's the school that partnering yeah. with the school. That's been a thing that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And being able to opportunity to have the, given that opportunity to be able to share that with some young people and, you, you know, and possibly get them on a career path to, you know, to to a career of, of just sustainability and, you know, be able to provide for your family. I think that that right there, that's that's just been, it's like Christmas to me, honestly. Just, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to teach one of these kids to say, hey, you know, you can provide for your family. You know, aside from when you're, you don't need to go to college, you, know, you can do it right here make great money, if not I mean excellent money. Um, and the sky's the limit. That's yeah. another thing about the trade. That's the sky's the limit. Wherever you want to go within it, you can you can go in and, and then some. So honestly that's the biggest, most exciting thing for me right now. I got some other stuff going on as far as jobs and all that, but being able to teach a teacher school and the, the training there, that, that that's been a, a long thing coming for me. That's probably my biggest yeah, accomplishment,
0: right? And I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you, Javon. You you are very passionate about helping people, especially young people. Yeah, I think that also makes you an elite plumber I and business it. leader. When you I can, when you can impact other people and and, and uh, bring people into a profession and change their lives, that's powerful. That that is leadership, exactly. and that is an elite performer. Anytime you can make others better, yes, so, definitely. Uh, I that's you how I for that. I commend you for. for I appreciate that. that. Really appreciate. So, you have twenty years experience. Final question. Oh quest my god. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you said it don't mean, sound right. <laughs> hey, you look young. You look youthful. I, you know, i, I, so I appreciate I'm looking it. At you now. I don't I don't I can't tell, you know, but I said the you know same I mean? thing. You're happy, you're happy doing what you do, yeah. so it doesn't put stress on you.
1: No, you know, so
0: I don't feel like you're a stressed individual. No, no, no. Just, just the reason I you.
1: took on my own company. No, nah, honest. I was getting more stressed at the other jobs working with other people than I did. And of course, you yeah. got as a business owner, you do have your everyday stress, but they're controllable. You know those yeah, stress see, that you, are. you, you, you welcome because you know they're part of being a business owner. So, um, but other than that, no, nah, no, nah, sleep is good. You see no grays. I don't. Yeah, I I don't noticed, I noticed. this. I <laughs> I don't darken this. I, that's all natural, I see. You, <laughs>
0: Hey, so tell me, what advice would you give to a young person to help them be successful in your profession?
1: Oh, man, be humble, be patient, listen, listen, and listen. That's it. I mean, if you can humble yourself, you know, be patient on on the process that it what it takes to get to this point, because again, it's not overnight, it's gonna be it's gonna be grueling, it's gonna be ugly, it's gonna be tiresome. Yes, definitely. It's, it's not going to be the sexiest job out there that you probably ever had. But I promise you the payoff, the return on investment is, uh, man, it's incalculable. I, I I swear. So for any person out there, give trades a, a shot. Honestly, don't be quick to turn it down or look at the other way. Believe me, it's I myself and a lot of others around Uh, have been great examples of what it's like to be successful in this, right? And i promise you, it can take you to as heights that you never even thought of, you know, six figures are better. It's up to you, you know? So just give trades a a shot, take a class. Hell, if you want to jump in right away, take a class somewhere, you know, give it an opportunity and see what you think.
0: Javon, tell us how people can reach you, share your, any information you'd like to.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you want to reach me. I don't do a lot of social media. I'm sorry, not an Instagram but like he, he said, you met me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. You can definitely catch me on LinkedIn, Javon Green, um, uh, with my LinkedIn tag. Uh, well, you can go to our website, uh, www.epcplumbing.com. Uh, check us out on there. And, you know, if ever just you want to give me a call, my number is 301-363-1188. Call us, you know, want somebody to pick up a phone, you know, you, you want to reach out to me. Definitely, that that's where I'm at. So anytime you're in a, in a Maryland, DC, Virginia area, you know, reach out to us. We're, we're we'll be around. Give us a call, and uh, I I love to hear from you.
0: Definitely, Javon, I I really appreciate that. I wish you much success. I'll have any information you want. It will be in the podcast notes, so people will be able to uh, see it. And uh, we're definitely going to promote you and the work you're doing. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I had a good time. had a good time,
1: man. (laughs) My pleasure was all mine. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you so much. It's a blessing. And thank you for the opportunity. I swear. I really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium.
0: It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the
1: podcast.